Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Just wanted to let you know that one of the best tournaments we've run thus far is premiering on the JM Warehouse YouTube channel. One inning league roulette. Quick games, lots of action. One team doesn't make the postseason. One team doesn't get drafted. Hearts get broken. Heroes get made. Make sure you tune in and join us in the live chat. JM Warehouse YouTube channel. Games premiere at 6 o'clock. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, February 13th, Monday episode. You Darvish, Miami making another trade. Jake's Peralta signs. Let's do it. Dodgers. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's episode number 600 on the nose. How about that? That's cool. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. Code Talking helps you out over there. And we got some news. Uh, Super Bowl is over, so people like to say it's fo- it's baseball season now. That's a, a thing that's kind of really popular these days. Jake, wedding season for you. Trevor, James, Davis, yes. Um couple five days away or something like that um already legally married so that part's kind of a boner but trying to excited to do it uh with some fiends and family um and yeah super bowl's done uh i love my dodgers me and trev's dodgers sneaking in a couple moves um and yeah i get you're right people do love i got excited for our social media team because they were going to get to do, like, it's baseball season, it's baseball season. Uh, and it's baseball season, Trev. I think basketball is happening, too, yeah. right now. So we share we share part of it. But, yeah, spring tra- I think pitchers and catchers are reporting, like, today or tomorrow, which is awesome. Uh, spring training's here. So you definitely get the feel that uh, we are on to something. And we're still getting some news. This, this has been the most consistent news cycle of any offseason. It's just been kind of like... Little drips here, little drips here, little drips here. We've had a couple big flurries, but uh, today we got the Darvish stuff to talk about, some of the trades. It's going to be good. Um, I'm excited to chop it up. And then I got the Wednesday episode all by myself. Ooh. As you guys take off uh, on this beautiful vacation for Jake's wedding. Someone's got to work. Right. Mm-hmm. You never go on vacations. What's up, James? It's not really baseball season. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like so, such it's such like a little brother thing baseball fans do, uh, because we still got so so long <laughs> until baseball season. Uh, it's six weeks till baseball. It's season, six people. weeks till baseball season, and like yeah, we got like, some news today, but you know, the first week of spring training is fun, very fun. Hopefully, the World Baseball Classic is fun, and then you got the slog of spring that helps training. Us there, and then you know. It's almost like a trick because I was like, it is baseball season. I was like, wait, hold up. We got a little bit to go. So, so got like another week till everyone's reported. And that first like, couple days after is good, but really, yeah, kind of overrated. I am sne- part. I'm sneaky. WBC's getting me. It hasn't yeah. hooked me yet. and stuff. I'm, I'm kind of in, man. Yeah, it has not gotten me yet. I'm going to watch, but I'm not. Can't say you're excited. Either. I was excited when I found out Yankees weren't playing in it. I'll put it that way. Interesting. Interesting take like, there. Well, because we've had so many injuries. 
the Yankees have had like three to five guys get hurt in the World Baseball Classic in its years. The first one they got crushed. So when Severino got told he couldn't play in it, I was I think we talked on Talking Yankees. I was like, I wouldn't let him. He's coming off injuries. So I am excited. We'll see how it's managed. DeRosa's managing Team USA, right? Sure. Yes. All right. Yeah. Captain America. I like it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, with that kind of lineup and stuff, you don't really got to do much, right? Mm. Just kind of like let it, let them play, let the boys play a little bit. Well, I just sometimes it's like spring training, um, like rotations, and this Pitchers guy's gonna get go in, so this long. guy's gonna get in, and guys, guys are only going three innings, and then you got like, you know, uh, Taiwan or Japan, fucking throwing complete game shutouts. And it's like, all right, there's two different levels of care here. Four years from now, could I see Trevor Plouffe coaching Team USA? Dude, I what I yes. should have done, Answers I thought about yes. this. Because, you know, I'm, I'm 36 now, right? <laughs> right. Like, I don't got a lot of, like, life athletic real years in front of me. Like, once you hit 40, I don't think I'll be able to strap up the cleats and get out on the field and do things. But I, I feel like I could still perform – now not to the same levels i used to but i was trying to think like i should have tried to go play for some random country you know like some of these guys do like when's the next time i'm going to get to play like real competitive baseball probably never so i kind of fucked that one up a little bit even though i don't know where i would play there's no french team Mm. well that's what you you gotta go be an ambassador we sneak you into curacao or something like that i'm trying i was trying to think there's a czech Czech republic team Uh, like i don't know do they and the french get along well what's your do 23 and me and find out who you are i i i I have i have okay so what Uh, do you got are you nothing that's in a world baseball classic if you i'm french if he converted to native american could he be on the israeli team you'd have cracked our team you just have to convert yeah, I got to convert. Well, the thing I mean, is, we'll I take, converted one. You just got to say you want to play, I think, and we'll take. <laughs> Who's Vance more of these playing for Great Jock's Britain. Like, oh, Jock's Great like Britain. the face of it. We got a couple arms. Britain. Darren Sammy, St. Lucian cricketer, could play for Great Britain right now if yeah. he applied. Yeah, get me on Great Britain. See if that could be a, a late roster addition. Man. I just went one for one in my alumni game. Three shoddy innings. It's the... It's Ryan LaVarnway's on the squad. It's the 2026 WBC and your team USA is against my team Italy in the finals. We're both coaching. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot Team Israel has Danny Valencia. And I was like, yeah. Trev knows him. Yeah. yeah. I do know Danny. Daniel, I call him. Daniel. Who's Daniel? Know what other event is coming up? The Daytona 500. Oh. And what by is- the way, we've got some of our people are going to the Daytona 500. <laughs> Jack and Zoe. Oh uh, you may God. know them from that? We Got Ice. Some of the best content you've ever seen. I think they're playing wiffle ball in the infield yeah, they're, of the track. Na- NASCAR's like hooked it up for us. It's going to be sick. So check out their stuff and make sure you check out the race. On the 19th, the day after my wedding, the day after Jimmy's birthday, uh, <laughs> we'll be buckled up. Watching as there's a hundred thousand plus people down there for the Daytona 500. It's truly one of the more unique events in sports. It's not baseball season. It's Daytona 500 season, and this year it's more special. It's their 75th anniversary. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. I huh? always forget they were around before cars. Park yourself on the couch 
for the afternoon and tune into the Daytona 500 Sunday, February 19th, 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. I wonder if hmm. Jeets will be on the call. He's a Fox guy now. Yeah, he's a Fox guy now, huh? How about that? I, I got a, a text yesterday from one of my buddies. And yeah. He said, hey, I got some news for you guys if you want to break it. And I said, oh, I guess. Like, what do you got? And I didn't see anything at the time. He goes, uh, Jeets is about to be announced on Fox. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I'll I'll, I'll tell our social team. Maybe we'll, we'll break it. I, I log on to social media. I'm like, bro, seven minutes ago, they announced it. You could have given it to me like an hour ago or something. Mm. That would have been he cool. Was, he was worried. It's going to be interesting. They're trying to do like, a, you know, A-Rod and Jeter together talking is going to be something. Them and gonna Poppy. Be something. Mm. Poppy. Jeter. That nostalgic for you guys as Yankee fans? Jim so disappointed in him. Jim can't believe he's like in the game. Yeah. When Bruce Springsteen started doing like a sit-down interviews, my dad was like devastated. He was like, Bruce, mm. you don't do this. Like, too cool for I remember being like, this. what, Dad? He was like, he doesn't do this stuff. He's, he just, uh, he's a blue-collar singer, does his music, and it was after uh, 9-11 he did the album, and he did like a sit-down. My dad, the big Bruce man for years, was like, what? Jeter is doing some crazy shit right now. He's everywhere. Yes. I don't get it. And he's notoriously a nothing interview. What's he going to bring... It might change. It might change, James. Well, yeah, but I'm interested. <clears throat> he was doing the nothing interviews. Yeah. As a performance. So, I don't know. He clearly, ever since whether Cooperstown or the documentary or, I don't know, a couple kids running around, Jeets is back in the game. I love it. I, I need to see. I can't make a judgment now. I need to see how he's how he does. I'm not going to praise him already. I'm Here's not going to you know, say seen, he's bad. I've seen Jeets in front of a lot of cameras in my lifetime, and if he's trying to compete with Rod, Poppy, and Frank, I think he's going to do all right. I think so, too. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good call. Don't come on this show, Jeets. Yeah, you don't want this. So this is only <laughs> big enough for one former shortstop. Ooh. Should we grab Jeets Wednesday? And we've got a third baseman, too, in Trev. <laughs> oh. What, what, uh, what do you guys want to start with? Who Darvish. Yes. Signed his third six-year deal. Is that a record? How many other guys? Because people have signed right, longer and shorter point. deals, but people have signed 18 years worth of deals. But have any other players signed three six-year deals in their career. He signed a six-year deal with the Rangers and a six-year deal with the Cubs and now a six-year deal with the Padres. This kind of took me by surprise. I've been saying all offseason, the Padres, I thought they were going to go get pitchers because Darvish and Snell and or Musgrove, maybe not Snell. They're Musgrove coming up. Musgrove got his last year. Musgrove got his last year. So Snell then? We're, we're coming up. They Snell's were losing coming. a couple free agents. Uh and instead of losing Darvish, they signed him for six years, 126 mil. Kind of a sneaky one. I told Jake we were in the warehouse together on Thursday, and you were like, what? Like, you're like, whoa, that's stoked. Good for him, but a little don't see it coming. The AAV is pretty low. Well, how old is he, and what, is this, what age does this take him to? You Darvish is currently 36. He'll turn 37 in August, uh, and this basically takes him through age 42, which... Hey, you know, uh, we're coming off the Super Bowl. Maybe Tom Terrific 
uh, changed everyone's expectancy in sports. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm happy for for you. I'm I'm happy for the Padres because right now it just adds to the pot of like, all right, we're we're all in on literally everything that's going on here. Uh, and you, I, you know, we just did our all underrated teams. You, Darvish, I he's one of the first guys I said it a lot with. Like he's kind of. I think his his career in general is kind of underrated. Going back to when when he was with Texas and, um, you know, some funny business in the World Series with the Dodgers, Cubbies, to now, um, he's pitched a lot of Major League Baseball. That uh, I don't know. I I guess I was excited that you Darvish wants to twirl it till he's forty two, uh, or <laughs> he was just like, hey, I'll I'll take that money. You guys Thank were giving you. out a lot of money earlier in the offseason. I'm in. And, and I'm you in. have some left over. Our, uh, the I'm guys at Codify Baseball have been all over Darvish's stats. His two-strike stats are, like, as impressive as it gets. I didn't know that. It's a very nuanced thing. But if you get the two strikes, if you, Darvish, get you the two strikes, you're pretty much fucked. I'll try to pull up the numbers. Sorry to cut you off, Trevor. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, he has so many pitches he can go to and speeds. It's impossible to set up a game plan against you, Darvish. We talked about that before. This was it. They've been tracking MLB pitches since 1988, and no pitcher with 200-plus starts during that time has allowed a lower batting average or a lower slugging percentage with two strikes than you, Darvish. So Good for him. He had a great year last year, too. Almost 200 innings pitched. Uh, his strikeout rate was high. His walk rate was low. Uh, Jakey loves ERA still because he's an old school guy like that. Three one zero. Do you like it? I, I like do it. like that. I like it. Jake, you want me when's to the last, knife it even better? When's the last um, time you looked at his nude photo shoot? Uh, I mean, thirty seconds from now. Okay. <laughs> Trev, why don't you redo his shoot? yourself i don't know what you're talking about i was gonna say something you, though, do, you haven't as seen darvish's nude photo shoot he's young there well, he's like do you want super... me to do it or 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 uh, like photograph him doing no i want again? you to do it oh okay i mean you don't see his wiener right oh no, yeah you don't see his wiener but the cover of the magazine is him in bed and then some... he's a little younger than i like there okay yeah. you like your your nude photo shoots older yeah. How old is he in this? Oh, I mean, he's definitely going to replicate this at some point. Okay. but You better start now. Trev Darvish extension. This deal takes him, speaking of extension, mm-hmm. this deal takes him to, what, the age 42 season, but he's got a new elbow in 2015. So really, we're talking about maybe not so much wear and tear uh, on that part of his arm. But we talk about guys training differently now. We've seen a couple examples of guys in their 40s doing the damn thing. And teams are more willing than ever. Can you imagine, I don't know, two years ago, us talking about a team's a, a team giving someone a contract through age 42, especially a starting pitcher. That just doesn't happen, dude. And now all of a sudden, we're, we're seeing that. We're seeing teams willing to commit. How many guys this offseason – Signed a contract that led into their 40s. Like five? Five or six? It's... I don't know if, like, people's thought process have ch- has changed as far as, like, age and, and being able to be competitive. But we, at one point, were saying, 
the athletes prime baseball players prime was 28 when i was playing that's what they said and then all of a sudden in, during my career, they said, no, nah, actually, 28 is a little too old. We're more like 26. That's your prime. I'm like, what the fuck? That's nonsense. What happened? Now, who knows? You, your prime doesn't matter how old you are, bro. Go out there and do it. And that's how it should be. You can't put this stupid freaking you know, made-up number out there So said, this is your prime. No, everyone's different. I think people are starting to realize that people work different. Their bodies are different. And you're going to get different results from it. I mean, you, Darvish, at 35, just had one of his better seasons. And they're banking on him to continue to do that. And like as you mentioned, the eighteen million dollar AAV, it's a good chunk of change. But you know that's a three or three or four starter AAV right now, and it's only going to get more. So I mean, the Padres are they're doing it, man. They're spending. There's a a the dude is a gem for the sport. I mean, two point seven mil follows on Twitter. Yep, the dude has his own YouTube. Where he's got like 500k subs, uh, you know we 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 are on the front lines of you know. There's a lot of people out there that are still baseball is dying. Baseball is not cool. Like wrong and wrong. Gotcha. Um, and you Darvish is like a a big member of that man. He's he's got international power. He's got power over here. Um, and he's with this fun Padres team that I I hope we're seeing you Darvish in some big games. At least the next couple of years, and yeah, the money's the money's funny, man. Uh, the money's funny because we we were going for these AAVs and you know less years, right? Because we didn't want to run into those contracts. And then <laughs> I think when push comes to shove, and you start doing that game of chicken, the the teams would rather stretch it out another year or two, uh, and just say, hey, you know, we'll deal with that when we get there if they're still performing at some level. Like you're saying, the money ends up looking okay. Like, look at the way we've talked about Bryce Harper and Machado's contracts. You know, if you told us, if Manny Machado has a good year this year, he's going to opt out. And if you had told that when he signed it, we all would have said, you're, you're bloody whack. You're bloody. So, um, yeah, the, it continues to move, Trev. And that's why I, you know. Could have been your WBC, man. I don't know. You know what I say about Darvish? He needs to he needs to hunt accolades. Okay. I think he's going to be the best Japanese if he, you know, continues next three years. I think he's going to be, as his last couple, I think he's going to be the best Japanese starting pitcher. Hmm. Uh, you had Nomo, but, I mean, Darvish is pretty. By, like, total volume. Yeah. Yeah, even, like career ERA, career stats are pretty good, but he doesn't, he hasn't won a Cy Young. No Japanese pitcher has ever won a Cy Young. I'm sure that would make him like a superhero if he does that. He's, uh doesn't have a lot of like cool bold on his baseball reference. He led the league in wins in 2020, doesn't count, and led the league in FIP in 2020 as well, doesn't count. He's got a strikeout he, title. A year or two, he got the strikeout title. That's, like that. that's the one cool one. But I was expecting more. You go to these yeah. pages. So, like, in these next six years, you, let's rack up some accolades. Two number twos in the Cy Young. That's tough. Play for you. That's sure. He uh, finished in 2013 behind Scherzer, who went 21 and three with a 2 9. Darvish was 13 and nine with a 2 8 and had the strikeout title that year. So, that's interesting. Better ERA plus than Scherzer. So, I mean, how about one A one B right there? My goodness! Nice, yeah. And what the last one in twenty twenty was? Bauer was the central. Bauer, that's right. All that central pitching. So, 
Yeah, I I know all star games aren't the be all end all stat, but five all star games is pretty impressive. You you got to be you got to be a it's guy a guy number. to get to that many all star games. Um, and yeah, rack up a couple more. I mean, yeah, I think he currently has the title. A couple more counting stats to catch up. Um, to Nomo is cool, and he also has to fend off who's coming and Shohei. <laughs> so yeah, we gotta you gotta put that bar as high up there. Uh, as you can for now, because that other dude's coming. Should get it's gonna be it. fascinating to see how far, how long Shohei like is a starter. I guess we don't really think about that because we just that's what we know him as. But it, it's difficult to remain a starter in the big leagues for that long. Like, is eventually is he gonna transition into some sort of bullpen role? Like, I, I, I'm starting to wrap my mind around that. I never really thought about it, but you brought it up, and now here I am. I didn't bring. Up. Should get his hundredth career win this year. Pitchers care about that. What is he? He's half Farsi or uh, Iran, J- Japanese. I think it is Iranian. Japanese and Iranian. Yeah, I think so. I think, so. I think his dad played for Berkeley or some shit like that. Who was from Iran? Iran. Yeah. I mean, look, I love this guy. I've told you guys that from day one. Facing him is an enigma. You don't know what to do up there because he doesn't have a fastball that you can like kind of sit on. It moves, changes speeds. He's got the EFAS pitch that everyone knows he got me out on. Famous ah, clip there. You can go check that, that out. It is a famous. I forgot about uh, But he's just <laughs> – it's tough. But, um, I mean, that's why he's been able to hang around and, and get three six-year deals because he's not – yeah, he has stuff. He's got electric stuff, but he also can pitch, dude. And when you have that mixture, that's how you get the longevity and the, and, you know, I know you said we don't have a lot of accolades, but five all-stars, a couple Cy Young, too. It's pretty good. He's got some, no, he doesn't have zero, but I was expecting more bold or just more because he's been a prominent pitcher for a while, and he's going to continue. For the Padres, they have Musgrove and Darvish locked up for five years now. That's kind of cool. Uh, no other starters locked up, but then they have a bunch of position players locked up as well. So this core. window is being extended, um, which sometimes you don't see teams do it. You see them purposely keep themselves on a five, six-year window. The Padres are now committing way beyond that, which means if you're paying these guys, you're either going to have a big trade at one point or you're going to go more all in. But either way, still fun to be a Padres fan, I think. I don't think you can be upset about this, can you? No. Yeah, he's low. He's good. Yeah. Dude, as a fan, you're like, yeah, just keep doing this. Who cares? Yeah. Like, keep giving all of our good players money so we have these good players. That makes a lot of sense to me. The Astros also gave one of their pitchers a extension, not six years, but five years, not $126 million, but $64 million. Christian Javier. Now, he had three years left of arbitration, so they're buying that out, and then they're going to add three more on top of that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the easier math. Math pod. The two more on top of that, which gets him to a decent salary by the end of it. Also, 21 mil the last two years. The two years of free agency is $21 million each. Also, I wonder if this hurts or helps if they ever want to trade. We've talked about the Astros. I've talked about trading some of their depth pitching. No, he's pretty good. When they were talking about that, they weren't talking about Javier. They were talking about um, uh, Urquidy at the deadline, like trading some of their depth. But now you got money tied to them. When it's arbitration, there's a lot of other factors that people are trading for. So maybe he's he's around for long haul because that'd be smart to do anyway. He's pretty good. 
in like a very interesting way. I don't know. Astros just bored and they're like, why not do this? Well, they new GM needed to do something. You're you're talking about sneaky having your core locked up. They gave Jordan an extension. Um, You know, Bregman and Altuve are on the books for a little bit. Uh, Tucker's kind of the next one coming up. And again, that's that's always my one of my favorite loser Jake baseball exercises is like Kyle Tucker on the open market (laughs) is. He, we should like have a, mentioned him on all underrated team. He, he's like a he, he would have fit a qualification. He's going to set a number, so I I wonder if they can figure something out there. He just lose arbitration. Um, I'd ask you. Yeah, I think Kyle Tucker just lost his arbitration case. Javier last year, twenty five starts, a two five four ERA, a hundred ninety four strikeouts yes. in a hundred forty eight innings, a one fifty two ERA plus. I think that means. Uh, there was only nine starters uh, with a higher or a better ERA plus than him. Um, man, it, it's silly, especially when you do these numbers right after after Darvish, but it's the arbitration. So, um, I mean, Trev, you mentioned an athlete's prime, and some guys can keep it going. They have Javier through, like, his non-debatable prime. He's 25 now. This brings him to 30, 31. Uh, it looked like it clicked. He's disgusting, and he's locked up for, uh, again, a very affordable price, even though a lot of that's related to arbitration. I think one of the cooler aspects of this story is, you know, this guy signs at a DR, and, you know, sometimes uh, when you're talking prospects uh, from Dominican or Venezuela, you know, you might get, a million dollar signing bonus. And then you know those guys are are, are kind of fast tracked to the big leagues. This guy signed for ten thousand dollars. Coming over, uh, you know, I've been around when you're in the low level minor leagues, um, there are a lot of guys that sign out of the DR in Venezuela for that kind of money. And they don't get a, a ton of like real opportunity. I, I mean, I I you have to really go off to get that type of opportunity. The people that get the bonuses get more opportunity. That's just the way it is. Uh, so for him to kind of like work his way up and then kind of like be in this transitional role of I'm a reliever, then I'm a starter, I'm back and forth, I'm a multi-inning reliever, and then finally they trust him to become a starter. He has an incredible outing in the World Series last year. Um, $64 million. It's a hell of a payday. Uh for all Javier, and he certainly deserves it because his numbers are incredible. And he passes the eye test too. I think that's that's the fun part of this is like sometimes you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. But when you watch him pitch, like, okay, I understand that. And another great move for the Astros, uh, keeping this core together for so long. I mean, controllable pieces for this long is how you have sustained success. And, and to answer your question, James, I think this does, if they ever decide they want to trade Christian Javier, this makes him – much more desirable as the money is locked up two free agent years locked up much more desirable to a smaller pool of teams because I think to any team teams like cost control players and 21 million dollars for you know what we consider this guy on any other team like what a two at least yeah I just think sometimes you get guys going to like you've seen the Reds trade for guys before and we've seen teams that aren't We've seen the low other markets trade for guys that are in the last two years, but also you can you can trade them again or non-tender them or whatever. I don't know. This is it's decent money being shelled out if you're not one of the top 
third teams that doesn't care about that. But yeah, if a contender that's going to be looking for someone of his caliber, then I think it is better. It's kind of everything in baseball, though. Like, I don't know. I don't see the Marlins taking this on. But we've seen. Well, them. I don't see. I don't see them trading him at all. Me I mean, neither. They're, they're yeah. yeah. It's interesting they do this, and then uh, Tucker loses his arbitration, which was they were. They seem to be decently far apart. Yeah, the farthest apart of the of the year, Bichette was as what far was apart. It? it was two point five million apart, I think. He and, he loses and got five million. He filed at seven five. Yeah, but it was like. his first year of arbitration, so they have nothing to really base it off of. Only three players have filed their first year and and won at that kind of margin. Mm-hmm. But the new GM Dana Brown said they want to lock him up to a multi year deal. Back well, to, then do it, bro. Back-to-back 30 homer seasons for Kyle Tucker. Whoops. He won the gold glove last Lincoln, year. Motherfucker. He stole 25 bases last year. Yeah. The, only team that's been lo- the only team that's been losing arbitration cases this year when they've actually gone through is the Miami Marlins. They hmm. took, <laughs> they took uh, Luis Arise to arbitration, and they took Lazardo, maybe. Jim, maybe you need to take your hair. To arbitration. Interesting. With Roman, because 42% of men experience moderate to extensive hair loss in their lifetime. I got to be honest with you guys. I am starting to fight the battle. It's happening. I get a little age, a little stress. It's all coming together. And Roman is where you need to go. Come join me. Don't wait till it's too late. Get on the front lines now. Roman offers clinically proven medication to help treat hair loss. From the comfort and privacy of your home. Some people say privacy. Research shows that 80% of men who use prescription hair loss treatment had no further hair loss after two years. Getting started is simple and complete with a free online visit. U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. So, with free two-day shipping, why don't you go to row.co slash johnboy today ro.co slash John boy for 20% off 20% off and free shipping with Roman ro.co slash John boy 20% off your first order. Yep. It was Lazardo. So the Marlins lost their arbitration cases for Arise, who they just traded for and uh, Jesus Lazardo. The Marlins also just traded for Jesus Lazardo's former roommate. Puck. AJ Puck, the, they were gonna they were gonna be the the lightning rod that sparked the A's, and they were the the top two guys. And now they're both Marlins, and the Marlins traded JJ Blade, who does have J's in his Ooh. name, but maybe it was too many J's because they're getting AJ back, so it might yeah. be just like a one J only situation, uh, which I I understand and respect. I am worried though that they're losing their way. They still have John Jay there as the first base coach. So I'm worried about him. Only yeah. two Jays, only enough room for a guy with two. J- I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, this trade's interesting. I mean, Lazardo's like, hey, can you go get my dude Puck? He's kind of just stuck in Oakland. Former roommates. And then the A's and Marlins were like, yeah, cool. We don't care. I don't like to talk about myself ever, but when I was in camp with the A's in 2017, these guys were the next generation. 
you know, also with Chappie and Olsen there. But these two guys, I mean, that's all you ever heard about was Jesus and and AJ Puck. And you couldn't really miss Puck walk around the club. Else, he had this long hair. He's super tall, um, as you guys know now. But back then, he was definitely a sight. And my first thought when I saw him was like, fuck, I would never want to face this guy. I feel like I still think that way. And, uh, you know, he's he's had some success, man, especially last year. It was good. 62 games, a 3-1-2 ERA, uh, more strikeouts uh, than innings pitched. Uh, you're right, he's a gross uh, lefty on the mound. A little bit of a double entendre, depending how he's tightened it up that week. Um, yeah, for me, this is two things. The Marlins brought in Lazardo when... You know, they kind of punted on him, and it, it looked like he might be broken, and you hit that prospect like, uh-oh. And then Lazardo turned in a great year for them last year, and now he's slotted into their, their three spot in the rotation. Um, you know, he had a 3-3-2 ERA last year for the Fish. So, um, I don't know. They clearly think they can probably tap into Puck more. I, I'd have to guess Puck's days as a starter with his injury history are done, but if they think... They can tap into him more as a reliever. He can be an, a ninth-inning, eighth-inning type guy. Um, but I think the bigger side of this, J.J. Blade, who mentioned him briefly, we did their team profile and projection, and that's coming out soon. This guy was a big-time draft pick, and he got a cup of coffee last year, and it wasn't pretty. And if you're trading, you know, I think, was he the three-pick in the draft? or top five pick in the draft. Blade, I think, was the fourth overall pick. If you're trading that guy away for a player that now looks like they're probably a reliever, it even, you know, potentially a high-level reliever, that means they were kind of out on J.J. Blade. So that, uh, he's going to Oakland, and maybe he'll get a ton of reps, and that can be what figures it out. But a potential everyday starting outfielder that's a top four pick for a relief pitcher it means the Marlins were out on J.J. Blade. Or Oakland really came calling because they can stash him at AAA and uh, delay his service time. Also, six years of control. The The number there is not going to be good. When you have Puck, who was, I think, getting close to higher arbitration because he was a, almost a Super 2 um, situation. So they is just being as cheap as you could possibly get if this is a move they're they're reaching out for also you got jazz chisholm future gold glover in center field now right and outfield for miami so you don't need that i wonder if puck's excited that the a's had said he was gonna fight for a starting pitcher spot as a lefty and there's no way he's now he's the third one of three lefties in the bullpen for miami talk about arbitration potential getting a hit you know getting the start and being young and all that if he was able to start with the A's and put up some numbers versus one of three lefties for Miami I wonder if he's excited to get out of Oakland and go with Miami or the opportunity and the position kind of stinks now for him in in from what he was told he was going to do I mean I, I guess we'll see how it shakes out there but definitely I think you hit it you probably Kind of stoked to get out of Oakland, number one. But then you do realize, yeah, like if I was in line to get starts in Oakland, can I get that same opportunity in Miami? We know Miami's pitching depth, uh, their starting pitching depth is there, but this guy is different, you know? And if they decide to give him a, a look as a starter, I wouldn't be surprised. 
Um, or you just put them in that in some high leverage spots, and you can earn a, a nice chunk of change doing that. If you're racking up some saves or a game's finished, it's also a way to boost your arbitration. But you're right, James. I mean, as a starter, that's kind of what you want. That's where the money is, and that's where all these guys want to be. Um, if I was AJ Puck, I'd be stoked that I'm out of Oakland. And I'm with a team that's not necessarily like in their highest competition window, but maybe trying to head towards that. But just getting out of Oakland in that situation has got to be a relief. And then J.J. Blade is like, shit. Yeah. Jake does have a good point, though, to trade that guy. Because what do the Marlins always need? We talk about it any time we talk about the Marlins. They need hitting. So to trade that guy for a reliever, which you guys mentioned A.J. Puck, and hey, maybe they tap into him the same way with Lazardo. Maybe he goes and starts, go... Show the world, kid. I think he's lined up for a lockdown type reliever, but like a special get paid reliever if he does it right. Uh, Puck has started eight games at any level since 2018. So I I think at some point you kind of have to look in the mirror and be like, hey, yeah, I yeah. could be a dominant like Andrew Miller, like funky yeah. six, seven lefty. And those guys get paid, man. So if I do that for a couple years right, it's I don't think it's the same equation it used to be with starters and relievers. You'd still love that starters money we just talked well, about. Well, when a it comes guys. to arbitration, it is. But man, I think uh Yeah. And do you feel bad um because Blade is a fellow Vandy guy? I mean, go doors and it's gonna click. And you know, Tony Do you Kemp. have some inside info now that he's a Vandy boy about JJ Bidet and like maybe his makeup or something? Because you did you're making a good point there on the Marlins side. Hey, I just I think the Marlins punted a little early. I, I think he got his cup of coffee last year. It wasn't pretty in, in a small sample size, sixty five games. Who takes um, his reps now for the Marlins? De La Cruz? Yeah, I mean Bladé wasn't necessarily penciled in, but they have De La Cruz there. Uh uh, Jesus Sanchez, who got a couple shout-outs last year on Talking Baseball, is floating around. So, I, I don't know. It just it feels like all these – with the Marlins, there's these bodies that we've mentioned for a couple years now, and they're looking for something to click, and, and maybe they know something we don't. But, um, I don't know. Marlins and A's. Interesting. <laughs> AJ Puck's one of those guys, you know, with his body type, 6'7", lefty. Bro, throw strikes and, <laughs> and throw over 90 miles an hour, and you're going to have a job for the next 10 years. That's how it works. That's how this game works. I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on Talking Baseball. I think I might have. Glenn Perkins, failed starter in the big leagues, not really, wasn't really working out, gets optioned down the AAA with me 2009 or something. I don't know. He got to the big leagues very quickly. And then kind of was like in a state of transition, didn't know what was going on. I was in the car with him as he's in AAA and his wife is like, what are we going to do? Like basically like, you know, is your career over? You just got sent down, blah, blah, blah. And Glenn Stoneface said, I'm a left-handed pitcher that throws over 90. We're going to be okay. <laughs> and then sure enough, like three or four all-star appearances later, he's, He's doing all right. So, A.J. Puck, man, you got a lot of baseball left in you for sure. I uh, I don't want to jump on a segue here. Don't do it. The bike or, or otherwise. Because 
much. It's going to circumvent the Dodgers for a second. But Andrew Chafin, 65%, 93 mile per hour fastballs, <laughs> and the other 33% is sliders. And he just got another six and a half milli for my snakes to keep doing it. Like, and, and Puck That's has right. <laughs> Puck has more of that more than that in the chamber currently. So yeah, go do that. Go do that. Be a I, lefty that throws over ninety, guys. It's easy. I was looking it. at Blade versus older pitchers, the minors. Apparently, Trev, that's a stat scouts really like in the minor okay. leagues. How do they? How do you perform about guys that are older than you? Because I keep hearing people talk about this about these young kids. Like he's the youngest one in the league, and he's hitting blah blah blah. I checked out your numbers. You were great against older pitchers, Trev. Whoops. Dude, yeah, give me all the old guys, 100%. Well, I think it's like when you're Why do they 20, like that? Because, like, you're, you're, coming, you're up. coming up the ranks faster than them and, and still dominating them. J.J. Bladé, opposite. He's not good against the older guys. Maybe Trev, you sucked one? against younger pitchers in 2010 in the minors. Just letting care. you know. Those guys couldn't throw a strike, though. How old were you yeah, in 2010? 24. 23. To start the year. So those guys were young. You only had twenty. Yeah, I mean, you only had sixty nine plate appearances. For me, I wanted guys that were around the plate, and the older guys definitely are around the plate more. That's what they tell you. I mean, when you're in AAA, that this is a a phrase that they'll use a lot. Like, this guy's going to be better in the big leagues. I'm like, why? Big leagues is hard. Well, they throw more strikes in the big leagues. So if you're a guy that struggles with a little bit of plate discipline issues, you get to the big leagues, they're going to kind of like just hammer you with fastballs and see what you can do. So a lot of guys have more success that way. And then they start understanding they can expand the zone on you and stuff. But that's why I like the older pitchers because they were around the zone more. Makes sense. Go good, for, good for Chafin. Easiest league to hit in. Their lighting's better. And all the other stuff balls. that he says. Ooh. Although they use big league balls in AAA now, which is, that's nice. It is nice. Replay Dude, Chafin, nice seven seven career war. Okay. Snakes, baby. Let's go. Okay. Go around over there. Oh. Oh no. We're we're down two to one in the fifth inning. Here comes Melanson. Mm. Here comes Mantiply. Here comes Ginkle. Here comes Chafin. Don't say Ginkle on the show ever again. Good game. Longo, Homer, walk off. Oh, extend the lead. I had them up. That's why they were using their good pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think you said down 2 1. Longo, Longo still walked it off, though. Oh, okay. Sounds whatever. pretty dope. Uh, we play for rings in the desert. Uh, if somehow the snakes aren't in it, come the trade deadline. Mantiply, Chafin, <sighs> Melanson, Kevin, G. Miguel Castro ended up there. Interesting. About that. Speaking of snakes, uh, Coach Trev's snakes defeated James Loney's Cubs <laughs> in our, yeah. our first game yeah. of the West yeah. Hills Little League. I mean, can we hire a beat reporter to be, like be on this? You and Loney competing? I got some like some. You know, I want to dish out some dirt. Loney was late. I was there eight oh a.m. with my kids in the batting cage. Don't Loney do, strolled don't up. Do that about eight forty-five. Don't do it. That's his style. Assistant coaches were there. He said, yeah, I delegate. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Not me. I micromanage, baby. Can we have... Sick of your style. Maybe, could Maybe your sweet Isla cover the game for us and report for us next week. I would love to hear her three-day late <laughs> report from the game. 
She was there. Uh, we have a girl on our team. Uh, shout out Presley. She roped one off of me for like a double down the line during coach pitch. And I love it because now I was watching her and saying, I want to play. So it's cool. Okay. That is cool. No what else is cool. Before we talk about Trev's Doyers after talking about my snakes. And then Trev's going to tell us what he, all he remembers about Kenny's Vargas. Vargas. Yeah, I will. Kenny right. Vargas had some pop. Kenny's. Blue Moon. Oh, great commercial by Blue Moon yesterday. They stole the show. How they were a winner. about it? Uh, Blue Moon. That's because they're with us, Trev. They're the winner's beer. That's not in the read. But you got to believe that. The winner's beer. Mm-hmm. Blue Moon Spring Train. It's baseball season, people. We can't drive it home <laughs> enough. It's baseball season. Go get yourself a Blue Moon with a little Valencia orange peel. Oh. You know. Trev's a man of high taste. Don't, don't no. just grab a rando orange. No. Don't grab yourself a bodega orange. Get yourself a Valencia orange. <laughs> a bodega orange. <laughs> Treat yourself with the blue moon. The Belgian wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer, and it's just made brighter, you know? Oh Crafted carefully, full-flavored, refreshing notes, and a smooth, creamy finish. And you can get it delivered. People, that's what I'm talking about. Get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball to see all your delivery options. I'm interested in that. It's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Get it delivered. In the words of my pops, don't drink and go out. Drink and stay home. Or do whatever you want. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing, Colorado. Golden, Colorado. The Dodgers. Or Blue Moon. Whatever you guys want. Are the Dodgers the blue moon of baseball? Well, I thought he was oh. going to talk about Kenny's Vargas. Kenny Vargas! What do you want to know about Kenny's? Who did he sign with again? Did he sign with somebody? He did. Kenny's Vargas uh, was, you know, kind of how Avasel Garcia's mini Miggy. This was mini Poppy. Um, and he could hit the shit out of the ball. Tell you that much. Switch hitter. Uh, in When he gets in the groove. Smash baseballs with the best of them, but there was a lot of uh, places you could go as a pitcher that would get some swings and misses. That's what I remember about Kenneth. What's the most like amount of triples you ever had in one game? Oh my gosh, what? One? Gotta be one. No, you had two. Why are you looking at my stuff? I don't, this it makes me really like. You don't like when I look not, at your stats? No, because against you, they're not great. Trev, I'm hyping you up. You had two okay. triples in one game. You had three different games in your career, minors and majors, where you had five RBIs, mm. RBI, and one of them, RBI. I was looking, came off two triples. Hmm. Probably like doubles. Big league game? Doubles, but No, no, minors, home. minors. You know? Okay, only minors. Yeah, I don't remember that. that well, one was off Ian Kennedy. Seasons. So basically, show. Do you remember? I that? like Ian Kennedy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk poorly about him. You can just say like, "Yeah, but what a triple I hit! Neat. Nice triple. I pumped him too in the show. Big one. Oof. Mm. Off speed. Change up. Two one. Yeah. Uh, Chase Field before the humidors got Ooh. that ball and made it a dead park. That thing used to be a launching pad. I put it in the orbit out there. And then uh, Scott Strickland, you hit a triple off him in the ninth. You probably didn't want to leg that out, but you did. <laughs> Gamer. Long strided by the end. 
You probably knocked him, ruined his baseball career. He was trying to make a comeback. Hadn't pitched in four years in the minors. Mm-hmm. Gives up a triple to eight hole. Trevor Plouffe, hey, second baseman. Hitting the eight hole? Jeez. You were hitting in the don't eight hole. Say that. He didn't well, I that. think you just got bumped up to triple A or something. I don't know. Mm. I was, yeah, okay. I, I could see that. Trev, Why did you ask me about Kenny's Vargas? Because um, how did you get there? The day you had five RBI in the in the majors that game, you were hitting cleanup against the White Sox mm-hmm. it, behind Joe Mauer, and I was like, "Fuck, that's cool." Trev's cleanup behind Mauer, and behind you was uh, Kenneth Kenny's. How do you say it? Ken, Kenny? It's not Kenny. Well, it's Kenny, but we we call him Kenneth. Kenneth. Well, there's an S at the end of his name, Kenneth Vargas. Yeah. Uh, he was he was hitting behind you. That's some real pop. Yeah, that's yeah, real pop. He hit a homer in that game as well. But you no, know, there was I've seen his name around the interweb circulating. I think he might have signed a deal, and he's always over on social media putting his swings on there. So if you want to go mm. check that out, follow Kenneth Vargas on IG. Trevor Plouffe triples on a line drive to right fielder Shelly Duncan. Mm. Garrett Jones Shelly. scores. Luke Hughes scores. Oh. Matt Macri scores. Mm. Bases loaded triple. Matt McCree. Matt McCree, yeah. And then uh, Trevor Plouffe triples on a line drive to right fielder Matt Carson. Probably dove for it, missed ninth, trying to be a hero. Matt Carson, that's a name right there. Cincinnati Reds signed slugger Kenneth Vargas for 2023. There you go. I thought that's what you were leading me into. This was just a random Kenny's Vargas name drop. Yeah, I was just looking at your stats. He's in okay. the box score. We kind of did all of our topics, so I was just... Like, well, missed arguably the biggest one with the Dodgers signing two, two good major, major leaguers. <laughs> did we just straight skip it? It was in the middle? <laughs> yeah. I think it's under there on our sheet. That is the next one. They made you bunt against Ian Kennedy. That's weird. Enough Trev. He sucks. He's talking to us now. Peralta and Alex Reyes. Dodgers, Trev. 30 minutes on the clock. Let it rip. Otani. I can just talk about Alex Reyes forever. My friend I met in Denver at the All-Star Game CAA party. Um, it's 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 a great move for the Dodgers. I mean, you're buying super low on a guy that has you know big-time potential. I know he's been injured, uh, but $1.1 million for a guy that, you know, like I said, has that potential, I think is a good deal. You have the, uh, also a team option for $3 million more next year. There's some incentives that can bump it up, but... You know, you're taking a flyer on a guy that has the stuff, and you can believe that you believe that you can work with him and 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 get something out of him. So I like that. And then Peralta out there in the outfield mix. I mean, that's your guy, bro. Mm. This is your guy, Jake. And seeing him in Dodger blue, kind of like it, giving him more options out there. I think there's quite a few different options for the Dodgers. None of them, you know, gonna you know get you off the seat or anything like that but that doesn't make any sense but you know what i'm saying a lot of intriguing options for the dodgers in the outfield peralta last year had a positive ops plus he got traded over to tampa and he had a bad run there but still on the season he had a positive ops plus and uh he had tough splits last year so a that's either all right maybe something was happening versus lefties or peralta the thing that surprises you about him, he's 35. Um, so, you know, I, I he got called up kind of later. So I think in a normal baseball fan's head, you picture him being 30, 32, 33. He's going to be, he's 35. He's going to be 36 in August. Um, and I wonder, hey, you know, maybe worst case, if he's a platoon guy, you know, 
who are the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers love to play a good matchup, so maybe he's done versus lefties, and that's it. Um, or uh, they'll tap into him, and he's still good. This is a guy that he was on our radar because the Yankees had needed a lefty left fielder uh, and David Peralta checked that box. Hey, there's obviously some risk there because he's 35 and, you know, it, that can be tough sometimes. But now that the Dodgers are in on him, um, guy has a gold glove and a silver slugger already in his basement. I don't think he's coming for that, but how many how many times have we seen the Dodgers tap into guys? So, uh, wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about David Peralta having at least a positive OPS plus and contributing to what'll be one of the best teams in the league. We got Mookie Betts out there. He's going to be mm. in the lineup every day in the outfield. Then you have, you know, Chris Taylor who had a tough year last year, so I'm sure they'll look for him to bounce back. But as far other than Mookie Betts, there's a lot of guys who are just, you know, maybe platoon guys. I mean, is Trace Thompson can he can he become a thing in center field? That'd be cool but it's definitely not a sure thing. Yeah, Jason Hayward there as a non-roster invitee to camp. Um, a lot of, it's not typically what you expect from a, a Dodgers team to go out there with, with two outfield spots kind of unspoken for, and you're going to mix and match all year long. Doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, but they're the Dodgers, and they'll, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I just thought about Tani. Dodgers just seem to be, just, Are they punting 2023? No, but they're just not doing like normal. It, they're they're just doing all these one year deals. Like they like 50 million on the books this year. That's going to come right off next year. So any hole they had or perceived hole that they think they had, uh, they are filling it with one year deals. And I, not I mean it's a common thought amongst baseball people is they are just about to pounce on Otani and playing this offseason for the Otani sweepstakes. It should be wild. But, yeah, I mean, they got, they got so much money on oh for just gosh. one year. Are you, are you guys in the camp that Otani is going to be traded during the year? Well, we you know what? Spoiler, when the Angels team profile and projection comes out, I believe we talk about that. So we'll... We did talk about it. Okay, we'll save it for them. But, I mean, is that what we're going to be seeing from the Dodgers? Like, hey, like, let's... Let's do what we do. We have a great roster. Let's not like shortchange the Dodgers here just because they have a few unfilled positions. Like, oh yeah, they so, have a great roster. They're going to be there. And then if you go out and acquire Shohei, like they've done that before. They got two massive names in one trade. What two years ago, in Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Yeah, like that's not out of the realm of possibility of the, for them to go out and acquire Otani during the year and then sign into that extension. I, I like the Dodgers 2023 uh, lineup and roster, and I think they're going to be good, and I don't think these are bad moves. I just I just see that pot of money getting committed to just this year and not giving any options or anything for next year. It's all I think about is like, oh, boy, I think they're going to go after Otani big time. Might as well. He's good. So I'm I'm looking now, and like, I thought Otani spent a little bit of time out in the outfield. He really hasn't spent any time no. in the outfield. Eight innings and none started, like just kind of like went out there after he was done pitching or something. Like when did that happen? I mean, like when does he go in the game to be an outfielder? Uh, they take him off the mound, put him to the outfield to keep his bat. That was before the DH Otani yeah. rule, I yeah. guess. Okay. 
I don't know. I mean, he obviously can. There's nothing he can't do. But at the same time, like, <laughs> I'm cool with it. <laughs> he does everything else. I'd like to see him out there. <laughs> you wouldn't? I think I almost, I almost love it from an Angels perspective. Like, they're asking him to do a lot. <laughs> like, hey, we'll have what somebody if, play the outfield, babe. <laughs> like, what? what if they? What if they were like, look, we're not resigning this fucking guy. There's no chance in hell. Like, let's tell him he's got to play outfield now. Let's just do it. He's not going to be here next year, so who cares? Up and they just value. start putting him out in right field every day. Well, uh, hey, a, a little showcase in July. Yeah, why not? Oh, my gosh. It looks like he went DH to left uh, field, pitcher to right, pitcher to right, pinch hitter to right, pitcher to right, pitcher to right, pinch hitter to right. So, yeah, it was just to keep his bat in there for another at bat. You know how sometimes, like, uh, in the NFL, they'll – a running back will be on his last year of his contract, and they'll just run him into the ground because that's they're mean like that. It'd be interesting to see if the Angels, like, seventh inning comes around. Shohei's at, like, 100 pitches. He's like, all right, I'm done. And they're like, nah. Nah, stay out there, bro. Finish the game. Closing games on his throw days. You got it. You got it. Yeah, your bullpen day, well, why don't you throw your bullpen on the mound? It's save, the same thing. Save those bullets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how could, I mean, that's the only way he can like one up himself, right? If he's he competes for the Cy Young as a starter, he racks up like thirteen saves and he <laughs> plays some games in the outfield. Yeah, right. The Halos are going to the World Series this year. Let's go. Why'd you say that, Jake? I don't think they are going to the World Series. Oh. Oh, TPP preview. Yep. All right. That's the baseball news. It's baseball season. Pitchers and catchers report this week. Usually, usually it's right after Valentine's today, Day. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw some some pictures from today. Jake, hey, we'll, six hundred episodes, guys. We celebrated five hundred. Why not six hundred? Ah, it goes like five hundred, a thousand. We joined. Yeah, it sucked for six hundred. You know, joined Tome, A Rod. We're in the yeah. six hundred club. Nice. I think Jeter's <laughs> gonna do fine. Hey Rod, posted you spoke so poorly of Jeter today. That's incredible. Hey Rod posted an Instagram where there's just a crowd. I think it's of T Wolves fans behind him, <laughs> and he he captioned it: "How many people would be here if I hit 700?" And everyone's like, "No." I don't even get it.